Hey guys, it's me, Willie, and uh, I'm back with uh, the second episode of Willie Talk Sports, where we're going to be talking about Tua Tagovailoa and his debut yesterday against the Jets and why I think he's going to be the future of the Miami Dolphins. So let's get into it. So, Tua Tagovailoa. What can we say about Tua Tagovailoa? Well, the man was one of the best college quarterbacks of all time. He's, he's one of, if not the best quarterback, best college football quarterback of all time. Just from his games that he's had alone, just from these stats right here from 2018, this man in 2018 threw for 3,966 yards, almost 4,000 yards passing. This man had 43 touchdowns to six interceptions as a sophomore. Then, in 2019, he just continued, continued. He, he threw for 2,800 yards, 33 touchdowns, and three interceptions in 2019 before he was, you know, before he came into the 2020 NFL draft. People. People. Those stats alone speak for themselves. Tua Tagovailoa was the real diggity diggity deal. This man was the real deal. That is until he suffered that season-ending, possibly career-ending hip injury that he sustained against Mississippi State on November 9th of 2019. You know, when that happened, it was a sad day for the football world, and it was a sad day for a lot of the, um, you know, just the college football world in general, too. It was just a sad day for everybody to see an amazing quarterback prospect like that go down with such a horrific injury. But fortunately for Tua, the story didn't end there because he got better, you know, he got his hip checked out. He got it, you know, he got some surgery on that hip and he was able to declare for the 2020 NFL draft where he was picked number five overall by my hometown team, the Miami Dolphins. And I remember when I first saw that Tua Tagovailoa was coming over here to Miami. Um, and when I saw that he was drafted by the Miami Dolphins, I'm like, I got very excited. I got very pumped. And I said, we got our guy. We got our quarterback. And that was probably one of the happiest days of my life to see that we finally have a good quarterback that we can rely on that's going to be our future, that's going to be our franchise for the next 10 years. And it was definitely a happy day for Tua. As he, you know, as, as he said many times that he wanted to come here to Miami and play for the Dolphins. So it must have been a very happy day for him and his family because, you know, his family wanted to come here to Miami. Tua wanted to come here to Miami and he wanted to play for the Dolphins. I mean, you know, the fact that we wanted him and he wanted us, that's great to know and that's great to hear. Um, so let's get into what happened yesterday. Let's get into his debut yesterday against the Jets. So we were blowing out the Jets 24 to nothing. And, you know, we decided, hey, why not bring in Tua Tagovailoa to play at least one down of football? And boy, did we bring him in. We brought him in and he did deliver. You know what? I'm going to say this right now. He did deliver. And I thought he played extremely well. I thought he did 
a great job for the time that he was out there on the field. You know, yeah, he was two for two. Yeah, he only threw for nine yards. But you know what? It was a positive, you know, step in the right direction. And it was a positive direction that he went in and that we saw from him. Because think about it, man. Everybody and their mother was criticizing Tua Tagovailoa. They were like, oh, man, you know, this guy's injured. You know, this guy's injury prone. You know, his hip is not what it used to be. You know, he's not what he used to be. Yada, 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 et cetera, et cetera. Well, what ended up happening, guys? What ended up happening? Tua proved you wrong. Again, I understand that it's not a big, you know, like... It wasn't a huge moment for him to come out there. I mean, it was kind of a huge moment because we didn't really know if he was going to be like that same mobile quarterback that he was back in Alabama. But we saw that he was, and we saw that that hip has been fixed up pretty nicely. And, you know, just, just to see him, you know, doing like that whole, you know, throw on the run where he threw it to Patrick Laird for, I believe, a couple of yards, you know... That was great to see, not only as a fan of the Dolphins, but as a fan of Tua and wanting to see him succeed. I thought that that was great. And I was so happy for him. I was so happy to see him, um, you know, to see him be able to throw on the run, to see him being able to run out of the pocket like how he used to, even with the, the, the bad hip and all. Um, and, you know, then we had that picture you know, come out on social media where, um, where Tua was, um, where Tua was like sitting on like the 15 yard line of the, uh, of the Miami Dolphins, uh, field. And, you know, he was just sitting there kind of basking in the moment, basking in the glory of what he just did. And, you know, that was real, like heart wrenching, but, but also very heartwarming at the same time, you know, because on the, because fun fact on the 15 yard line, is where he got that injury, the, 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 the season-ending, you know, hip injury that he got back in 2019. You know, that's exactly on the yard line that it happened, the 15-yard line. So the fact that he just kind of sat there and basked in the moment and he was just like, wow, man, I'm here in the NFL, I, I'm ready and I belong, was just so awesome to see. And it was just so heartwarming to see him finally realize his dreams. Um... But, you know, the, the final uh, point that I want to bring up here in this uh, podcast here, the final point that I want to bring up is I want to bring up why Tua Tagovailoa will be the future here in Miami and why I think he will be starting next year for sure. So let's get into main reason number one. Number one, main reason number one, why I think Tua will be the future here for the Miami Dolphins is this. It is because he was one of the best quarterbacks in the draft before the whole hip injury happened. Now, you're probably asking yourselves, William, why would that be a reason? Well, I'll tell you. Like I said, those statistics don't lie. The statistics are right there for you. This man went off. This man, 43 touchdowns, six interceptions in his sophomore year. Then, in his, I believe, in his junior year, his junior year of college at Alabama, you know, before he went down with that injury, 43 touchdowns, oh no, 33 touchdowns to three interceptions. 
That is insane. That's insane numbers. That is probably one of the lowest interception, you know, touchdown to interception ratios I've seen since Joe Burrow's. Because as we all know, Joe Burrow, I believe, had six touchdown, 16 touchdowns to zero interceptions. So definitely one of the best careers by a college quarterback. But Tua was, was right there behind him, bro. Like, Tua was right there behind him. Um, the reason number two. Reason number two, I think that Tua Tagovailoa will be the future here in Miami is this. I think he's going to be the future because he just loves the game of football. Now, I mean, you see it. You just see how that exudes from this kid. This kid just loves to play the game of football. He loves football with every fiber of his being. He just wants to be the best football player that he can be. And he just wants to show the world like, hey, man, you may doubt me. But just because you doubt me doesn't mean I'll, I'll play to a lesser degree or play to a lesser level. No. And that's what I love about Tua. Tua just, you know, freaking loves. Tua just loves this sport. He loves it with a passion. He just wants nothing more than to play for a team that he will lead to the promised land. Because think about it, man. Why would he want to come here to the Miami Dolphins if not for that? Because the Miami Dolphins have been a struggling organization for years and years and years. You know, there was not a time that I remember where we went to the playoffs, except in 2008 and 2016. But other than those, oh, and of course, you know, way back in the day, but I'm talking about more modern, you know, modern Miami Dolphins. Like, the modern Miami Dolphins, like, when was the last time we went to the playoffs? 2008, 2008 and 2016. Those were the last two times that we made it to the playoffs. We haven't made it back since then because we've just been such a struggling organization. Getting starting quarterback after starting quarterback and not having that quarterback pan out. You know, we've had head coach after head coach after head coach with, again... Those head coaches not panning out whatsoever. Those head, the head coaches that we've had have been some of the worst, except for Brian Flores. Brian Flores has been probably one of the better coaches that we've had next to Tony Sperano, in my opinion. Um, but I think that... Um, but I think that Brian Flores definitely has a future here in Miami, and I believe he will be one of our best head coaches. Um, but, you know, that's, you know, that's like why I said, you know, because I said that Tua wanted to come here to help us out, to help us succeed, to, you know, to bring us back to that relevancy that we had back in the day for the Dolphins. You know, the Miami Dolphins, you know, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl. That's the Miami Dolphins we want back. And that's the Miami Dolphins that Tua wants back. And I know that Tua will lead us there when he eventually gets the starting quarterback position here in Miami. Mark my words. The third reason I think Tua is going to be successful and he's going to be the future for the Miami Dolphins is because... Just look at the man. Just look at him. He just exudes like this confidence and swagger. Like, you know, even after that whole hip injury, even after that whole thing happened, he was still confident. He knew that he was going to go high in the draft. He, he still declared for the draft. 
even 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 because of the hip. He still declared for the draft, people. He still declared for the draft. Even with that hip, he still declared for the draft. I mean, that kid just exudes confidence, and I freaking love it. Like, he is so confident. He's got, like, this swagger to him where he's like, yeah, man, I'm, you know, I may have gotten my hip injured. And, yeah, you know, I may be a different player. But you know what? I don't care. I'm still going to declare for the draft, and I know that I'm going to go to the Dolphins because they want me and I want to be there. Fantastic. A beautiful, beautiful, beautiful outlook to have. I'm telling you, man. Tua was the right decision. And and I know that there was a lot of sports journalists, you know, talking about, you know, hey, is Justin Herbert going to go to the Dolphins or is Tua going to go to the Dolphins? You know, are they going to do like a little kind of switcheroo? Is Justin Herbert going to go fit to the Dolphins and Tua goes to the Chargers with the sixth pick? Or, you know, will it kind of stay the same? Will Tua go fifth and then Herbert go sixth? Well, that ended up happening. Herbert ended up going sixth and Tua ended up going fifth. Now, there was probably something about Justin Herbert that the Dolphins saw and that they didn't like. But me personally, man, I would have much rather have gotten Justin Herbert. I mean, and that's not only because I'm just a huge fan of him, which I am. But I also think that Justin Herbert would have been maybe a better, safer choice to go with. But I don't think the Dolphins wanted to go with the safer choice. I think that they wanted to go for the choice that was going to be the most risky and the most crazy. And they did it. By God, did they do it. They went for the choice that was the craziest and the most riskiest. They ended up going with Tua. And you know what? I think it paid off for them. Because they got the guy that they wanted. And I don't think that they wanted Justin Herbert, to be honest. I mean, even though, don't get me wrong, I think the Dolphins were were probably very interested in Justin Herbert. I don't think that they wanted him, though. I think they wanted Tua and, you know... That was something that I think, you know, the Dolphins organization was very, very, you know, like very, very like upfront and blunt about. They wanted Tua Tagovailoa. And hey, we ended up getting him. We didn't even have to tank for him. We ended up getting him with a fifth overall pick. I remember that whole thing at the beginning of the 2019, you know, NFL season when, you know, the Dolphins were losing games left and right. People were like, oh, they're tanking for Tua. Oh, they're tanking for Tua. They're, they're, you know, they're losing these games on purpose just to get Tua Tagovailoa. I mean, now we realize, I mean, now we realize that that was probably like a dumb decision because we really didn't need to lose all those games to get Tua. We ended up getting him fairly later than we probably expected. Um, the fourth reason I think, though, that Tua Tagovailoa will be the future here in Miami is, well, just think about it, man. He is a whole different quarterback, a different breed of quarterback, if you will, or at least when he was playing with Alabama. You know, he was like a whole different breed of quarterback. Like, this man was, you know, doing stuff that I just could not really comprehend when I first saw what he was doing, you know, doing all of like these passes on the run, you know, doing all of like these, you know, like, like these crazy moves and stuff and all of this. And, you know, on top of the fact that he's left-handed, he's a left-handed quarterback and he was doing all of this left-handed. It's crazy. It's insane. And, you know, 
I, I just think that, you know, seeing all of that stuff from Tua that I did in college and, you know, when he was playing for the Alabama Crimson Tide, you know, seeing, you know, seeing what he did and seeing how he, like, elevated his game to, you know, new heights was just something to behold and something to marvel at. Um, and the fifth and final reason I think that Tua Tagovailoa will be successful here in Miami is this. I think he's going to be successful here in Miami because um, you know, I think so actually, the reason that I think the fifth and final reason I think he's going to be very, very good is because of this. That left-handed uh, that left-handedness of his. Now, the thing is, fun fact, Tua is actually right-handed. He, he, he wasn't, you know, he, he's actually right-handed. He's not really left-handed. That was actually a trait taught to him by his dad. So, you know, the fact that even though he's right-handed and he was able to kind of like learn how to throw with his left, you know, I think that that's something that you don't really see from a lot of quarterbacks. You know, that's not something that you see from a lot of quarterbacks. You know, you don't see quarterbacks, you know, just, um, you know, you don't see quarterbacks just, you know, switch hands during a game, do you? I mean, I've never seen that at least. No, I haven't. I haven't seen that at least at all. Um, you know, like that's, that's just crazy that... Because I didn't even know that myself, to be honest. Like, I did not know that Tua Tagovailoa was actually left-handed. Or, or, or right-handed, my bad. I didn't know that Tua Tagovailoa was actually right-handed, but he had learned to throw left-handed because of his dad. Um, Dude, like, that is crazy, man. Like, that's just insane. That is crazy. Um, And also... You know what? I'm going to throw in another reason in there why I think Tua Tagovailoa is going to be a success here in the NFL and a success for the Miami Dolphins. He ended up breaking a lot of new or, or he ended up being a holder of many numerous Alabama football records, as well as some notable NCAA football career records, including passing yards per attempt, which he had 10.9. Adjusted passing yards per attempt, he had 12.7. His passing, his passing efficiency rating was 199.4. And total yards per play was 9.8. That is crazy. That is insane. The fact that he had that many passing yards per attempt, 10.9, almost 11 passing yards per attempt. That's freaking crazy, people. That is crazy. Um... That is, man, 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 I, that's amazing. But you know what, guys? It's time for me to sign off here. Um, thank you guys for coming to the podcast. And definitely keep your eyes out for Tua Tagovailoa, guys. I really do think that Tua Tagovailoa is going to be somebody special that you got to look out for. You know, who knows, man? He could probably be the next Dan Marino for this team. Um, you know... 
And, I mean, that's the thing. He was going to wear, you know, uh, the number of 13 here. But since we had that number 13 retired because of Dan Marino, you know, Tua decided to just wear the number one instead. But um, who knows, man? You know, who knows what the future holds for Tua Tagovailoa? Who knows what or who? You know, who knows who Tua Tagovailoa will turn out to be? Who know? Who knows? Maybe he'll turn out to be the next Dan Marino. Maybe he'll turn out to be the next Bob Greasy. But all I know is this, man. Tua Tagovailoa has arrived here in the NFL. And you know what? He is here to stay. And he belongs here. He belongs. Trust me. This kid belongs. He will be a star. Just look at how Justin Herbert's playing now. That will be Tua Tagovailoa next year. You can bet on that and you can take it to the bank. This has been Willie with Willie Talk Sports. I hope you guys enjoyed this second episode. Peace out. Take care to you all.